Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 156 of Better Regulate Than Never. Have you heard the phrase, time flies when you're having fun? I, I'm i sure you probably haven't. Even if you haven't heard that phrase before, you've experienced it before. Because when you're doing something that you love doing, it's like you can't believe what time it is after you're after you've been experiencing whatever that is that you love to do. I used to get in trouble about this so much when I was a young person. I would get home late practically every night. Like I never got home on curfew because part of it was just I loved being around people. And I would be laughing with my friends and we would be singing and doing all these fun things. And then I would think, oh my gosh, what time is it? Oh my, I got to get home. And I'm sure all of you have had that situation happen, even if it isn't with people, maybe playing video games. I know I used to play video games. I don't anymore. But when I did, and this is really almost embarrassing to say, but eight or 10 hours could go by and I'd be like, oh, I just wasted an entire day (laughs) doing this. And maybe you experience that when you're scrolling through social media or binge watching shows, all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, what time is it? How did I, how did all this time go by? It flew. And then you're doing homework or chores or you're just bored or you're standing in a long line or if you drive, you're in a traffic gridlock or whatever. And then you just feel yucky and time is just, ugh, just it's like muddy and sludgy and it's taking so long to get through something. And that's because you're constantly thinking about the time, like, oh my gosh, what time is it? I got to get going. This is, this is too much. And so I just wanted to bring up this topic of time because I think it's so fascinating when you think about it. I am in a book study right now, and we are reading the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And I've read it before, but in this group, I'm really getting even so much more out of it by talking about it with other people. But he says, you are where time comes from. You can make as much of it as you want. Now that sounds amazing. And when I have read that both times, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to make time. I want to, because we all want to create more time in our lives because we're always saying, I don't have time for this, or I don't have time for that, or I'm too busy, or I wish I had time for whatever. And so if you really embrace this idea that you create time and time comes from you, you can actually have more time to do the things that you want to do. So I want to tell you how to do that today. So think about in the in the next few days, or maybe in the next week, just think about how often do you say that you don't have time for something or you wish you had time for something. And you will probably find, I mean, it's almost unconscious, but you'll probably find that you complain about this a lot. And it's actually some of it is a societal thing where it's, it's important to be busy. A lot of people feel like, if you're not busy, you're not productive, or if you're not totally stressed out about everything, you're not doing it right. And so part of it is you feel like you should be busy, or you shouldn't have enough time to do things. But part of it is maybe you're just in a rut of complaining about things. 
And so I want you to first notice how often you complain and don't judge yourself about it because everyone does it. I say it a lot, even though I know this concept, I still say it. And I'm going to try to be really careful about that. But after you spend some time just kind of noticing, then think about what if you gave up complaining about not having enough time because you actually do have enough time. It's crazy. So I want to tell you about when I work with clients and when I when I worked with students in the school system, I actually helped them see this concept without actually knowing that this is what I was doing because I didn't I hadn't read this book yet. But when when students would tell me I don't have time to do my homework, I would say, "Okay, and I have this whiteboard in my office and we'd actually go through everything like we would actually write out everything that they were doing so i would go through their whole day so okay today you get home at what time so you know like what time did they get home after their drive or what time did their bus take them home or you know maybe they had to stay after for practice and so they didn't get home till six or whatever we just said okay what time do you get home okay you need to have an eating time or what time does your family do eating And then do you have a job after school? Do you have homework time, you know, or do you just kind of fit it in? And are you somebody who needs a break right after school? Because some people need a break first and then they get into their whatever they, whatever else they need to do. I was somebody, I don't really remember how I did it with school, but when I worked, I liked to get all my work done when I got home before I sat down, because if I sat down, then I didn't want to do anything anymore. So I would come home and get the kitchen cleaned up, make sure that supper was ready to go. And then when all that was done, then I could sit down and rest. But some kids and some people need a resting time after school and work, and then they do the stuff that they want to do. And I said, it doesn't matter. Everyone's different. And there's no judging about how you should do this. You just have to think about, okay, what do I need to do and how, what order do I want them to be? But we would start looking at, okay, well, they might say, well, I have these chores that I have to do. Okay. Well, how long does that take? Oh, that takes about 30 minutes. Okay. And when we actually wrote down, and this is what time you go to bed, and this is You know, sometimes there would be just little windows of time, but they started to notice that, oh, I waste a lot of time. I, you know, spend too much time on my video games or I sit and watch Netflix too long. And it's just a matter of looking at, okay, where are, where are the gaps and how can you fill them in with the things that you want to do? So that happened every time kids would see, oh, I have a lot more time than I thought I did. I just, it just seems like we tell ourselves that everything is so overwhelming and we can't figure it out. And then our brain just stops trying to figure it out because our brain just gets tired thinking about all the stuff that we say we have to do. And then when we really write it out and we really analyze it, we actually have a lot more time. And in some of the ways that I would teach them to time block, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, you actually put what you want your free time to be first, and then you fill in the work after that. So think about what you're saying you don't have time for. You are essentially saying that you don't want to do that thing, or you're not willing to invest time in that activity. So when kids would say, I don't have time for homework, because that's the excuse, like, well, I don't have time, so I can't do it. 
they're really saying, I don't want to do it. And it's probably true that you don't want to do it. And I totally get it that you don't like it. it, No one thinks it's fun to do homework, but think about the truth of that statement. Do you literally not want to do it because you don't have to? Now, I know some of you are going to say, well, my teacher says I have to, or my parents say I have to. And yes, that's going to make school a lot easier if you do it. You're going to pass your classes and understand what's going on if you do it. And so do you really not want to do it, or you just don't want to spend the time doing it? And if you dig down to the very bottom and you realize, well, yeah, I do want to do it so I can stay out of trouble and I can get the grades that I want, then okay, you do want to do it and you need to have time for it. I always say I don't have time to exercise and I don't like exercising. It's not fun for me, but I know that it's good for me. And I know that I actually do like it when I make myself go do it. Like during it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is fine. It's just the initial like getting out there and doing it. And so I'm going to stop complaining about that and actually fit it into my day because it's really more a matter of I love my free time and I don't want to use any of my free time to do exercising. So I just don't make exercising part of my free time. Or I recently had to do this PT and I have these stretching exercises I'm supposed to do. And I just turn on a show that I've been wanting to watch that I say I don't have time to watch. And the stretching is just, you know, these different things that I have to do and I can do them and watch TV at the same time. So I've incorporated that and it's actually made it fun. So now I don't complain about, oh, I have these stretches and now I don't have time to do that because I just put it with something that I do want to do. So that's a trick that you can do. And I also say that I don't have time for journaling. And it's not that I don't want to do journaling. It's that the time slot that I put it in, I actually let work eat that time up. And then that's why I don't have time. And so one of the concepts that we're going to talk about is time blocking. And you just write in what you're going to do and then you then you do it. So we're going to talk about Einstein time today. And the it's a way to manage your time and boost your productivity and get more stuff done. And I went to a campus event recently and asked students, you know, like, what are you worried about? And what's keeping you up at night? What do you need help with? And a lot of people said time management, or I worry about getting my homework done, or I worry about doing well. Well, these this concept of time can not only help you have more time to do your homework and hang out with your friends and do all the things and have time for practice and all that. But when you are doing things like homework and the things that you're, you're going to have like better productivity because you're going to follow this Einstein time and all this Einstein time will help you no matter what age you are, because I have all ages listening to this podcast. So if you're a young person, it's going to help if you're a parent if you're a grandparent, whatever, every this this Einstein time concept will help you. So, Einstein time is not some kind of out there new time zone or some kind of what well, is kind of a mind trick, but it's a mindset shift. And it the reason that they call it Einstein time is because Einstein once said that time is relative. 
And that just means that time is, it extends beyond the physics in our daily life. And he's, I put a quote out there that he said, time is an illusion. And he didn't actually say those exact words together. But what he was saying is that we, time is in our minds. And that's because the, of the thing I talked about at the beginning, that when you're doing something fun, you you lose you lose track of time because you're you were so immersed in whatever you're doing. And when something's boring, time is your all you can think about is time. I think somebody else used an example of maybe your hand on a hot stove for a minute. You know that when your hand is on a hot stove for one minute, it seems like an hour, <laughs> and that's just because you know, you're, you're thinking, oh my gosh, time, and I want this to be done, and I want to get over with it. So instead of looking at time as, you know, the minutes and the seconds and this line of this time, this time, this time, this time, we're going to actually harness the power of our minds to stretch and maximize those moments of time that we do have, because we can't change that the day is 24 hours long. But think about people who are get so much stuff done. They have the same amount of time that we do. They're maximizing their amount of time. They're using their time in a way that makes it flexible, where if we're not thinking about time in an open mind like that, then we're making too many restraints on time. So be aware of the present moment. So Einstein time encourages us to focus on the present So when we're fully engaged in what we're doing, and you know, when I'm creating a podcast episode, I make myself focus just on that. I don't like go off. It's hard because sometimes I'm researching something. So I go to a website and I'm researching just Einstein time, but then there's this other little thing over here. I'm like, oh, that looks really interesting. And I could totally get lost on that. And so sometimes if I think, oh, that's good for another episode, I might bookmark that to look at later so that it doesn't distract me from what I'm doing. I also make sure that I have blocks of time in my schedule that I just dedicate to one thing. If it's my laundry day, because I work from home, then I make sure that my laundry is in a section and podcast episode writing is in another section where I'm not trying to do both of them at the same time, because that never, I won't be as doing the laundry as well as I should, and I won't be writing my podcast episode as well as I should. So be in the present moment with whatever you're doing. And even if it's boring, like your homework, if you, if you make your brain just be really present with your homework, you're going to get a lot more out of it. And it is going to go by faster because you're going to get immersed in it. Even like something like putting the dishes away or whatever. If you can be in the present moment of that and not be thinking, I hate this, I can't wait to get out of it, it's going to go by a lot faster. And then when you are working, set a goal or a result that you're going to actually have at the end of that block of time. So if the block of time is write one podcast episode, then at the end of that time, I will have the result of a finished podcast episode. If you have on your block of time, do rough draft of 
English essay, then at the end of that block of time, you will have your rough draft done, not I'm going to work some on it or whatever. Now you can break things down into smaller chunks over a a period of time to get to that rough draft. And so maybe you're going to say research five articles and write notes about the topic. And so at the end of that, you have researched five things and wrote notes about it. So however that works, whatever you put in that block of time, you have, and, and the time, you don't really think about it as a deadline necessarily. You think about it as a result. I will have this result at the end of this time. So time blocking is one of those things. And I mentioned that a couple of times because that's how I plan my day. So at the beginning of like on a Sunday or even on a Monday morning, I'm a 5 a.m. riser and I start work at 5 a.m. On a Monday, I will write down what are all the things that I have to get done by the end of the week, like a podcast episode, make sure that my weekly email is written, make sure that all the links are working. You know, my YouTube link is linked in my newsletter and all the things like that I do make sure that my YouTube channel is, you know, it's working and that everything is uploaded to all the platforms that it needs to be uploaded to. So I have this whole list of things or get back with these people or write these emails or whatever. And then on, so for Monday, then I put down, you know, my appointments, like where they are in the time blocks. And then I write what I'm going to do in the blocks in between. And I put my free time in there. I put my exercising time in there. All the things are blocked out. And then that's my time to fully immerse myself in that in that topic or that activity that I'm going to be doing. And you can have your break times in there and you need to have breaks. I'm not somebody who pays a lot of attention to breaks. I need to maybe be better about that. Maybe my brain would work better if I gave it a break every hour, which is something you can do and should do, especially if these are things you're not wanting to do. And then make sure that you have a deep work session in, you know, at least every so many 60 minute sections have deep work where you turn off everything. You just fully immerse yourself in that topic because when you do, especially like a homework assignment, you're going to get it done. It's going to fly by. And then you're going to have so much more free time than you ever imagined. You know, when you procrastinate and drag around and try to avoid it and then try to make yourself do it at the last minute, it feels rushed and anxious and tense and it doesn't have to feel like that. So procrastination is one of the things like when you do time blocking, when that comes up on your time block, you have to do it. And so when that time comes, and that's what I would tell students when we would write it all out, okay, this is your homework time, because they chose it, they get to pick when their homework time is. But if your homework time, if it's six o'clock, and it's homework time, then that's what you do. And you don't decide, oh, I'll do it at seven or whatever. You just follow your calendar exactly as it is and make yourself do it. And if you know that it's going to be really hard to make yourself do it, make the things that you have to do that you don't want to do short periods of time. So if you have a homework assignment and it's going to take you a while, say on 20 minutes, I'm going to work on it here. And then I'm going to take this 10 minute break. And then I'm going to work on it for 20 minutes. But those slots that are the homework times, just be really committed 
to that that assignment or that task, whatever it is, without distraction, because then it will get done in that amount of time. And there's not a lot of other wasting time. And then be realistic about your time, because some things are going to take longer than others. And be gracious with yourself if something takes longer. But typically, if you say, I have an hour to do this, or 20 minutes to do this, then that's how long it will take, because you've committed to that that you're going to do that during that time. And I promise you, you're going to have so much more free time. I just want you to try this because I can't believe how much free time I have now because I work so hard in the times that I'm going to work and I say I'm going to work that I have time to do these other things that I want to do. So I am looking forward to hearing from you about how you're reshaping time and you're creating time in your life. And I'm I'm sure that this is something you maybe haven't even thought of before, because it's mind-blowing to me every time I think about it, that I can create time. So remember to use your time wisely and appreciate the, the present moment when, when you're doing anything, even if it's homework, just enjoy that you're learning. Enjoy that you're going to get something done so that you can go do the things that you really do want to do. So if you enjoyed this episode, I want you to subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast on and rate and review the podcast. It would be so great if I could see more of what people are noticing. Send me an email and tell me how you're time bending and how you're creating time for yourself. I just want you to make the most of every moment of your life because it really is a short amount of time. I keep hearing about this from toddler parents, because I'm a grandparent to toddlers. And so I'm watching a lot of TikToks about toddlers. But they say that the days are long, but the years are short. And it's so true. Because when you're in the thick of things like school, school seems long, but your life is going to feel really short. So just enjoy all those moments. And I can't wait to hear how you're using this to give yourself more time. I'll talk to you soon.